0: Now, it's Thursday Finance with Stephen Pritchard, certified
1: practicing accountant and financial advisor.
0: This is how we kick off our Thursday afternoons around here with Thursday Finance. Stephen Pritchard, big show for you today.
1: Big show to me, Mark. And what can we expect? Um, we're going to talk about currencies, commodities. We're going to have Henry talk about to us about what's happened in the share market over the last week. And then we're going to talk about uh, health debts.
0: Help. Now, this used to have another name.
1: Yes, it used to be a Higher Education Contribution Levy, and now we've got um, Help Debt, which means um, Higher Education Loan Program.
0: Uh, time to kick off with those currency and commodity prices and information.
1: Yeah, so lots of red around the world this week, Max. So, yeah, uh,
0: that, that 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 apparently there's someone's got a few people have got a cold and everyone's cold. Jumped. It's,
1: it's <laughs> spreading from China. Yeah. Um, so the gold price was the the only really bright spot, I suppose. Um, so the gold price was up one hundred and nineteen dollars and twenty five cents an ounce on the week to two thousand five hundred and twenty one dollars. Uh, the crude oil price was down eight dollars and one cents a barrel to eighty one dollars and sixty seven and the Australian currency was down all around the world to down to 65.45 US cents, uh 50.74 uh pence in Great Britain and the euro we were down to 60.15 euro cents so a lot more expensive to go overseas imports a lot more expensive um and the equity markets um the Australian market was down to 6,790 which is down 6.4 percent on the week and the S&P 500 was down 7.6 percent to 3,116 and the UK FTSE index was down 5.3 percent to 7,042 so the so the global equity markets the major worker marks were all down for the week, so we're all a bit poorer there. And some local stocks. um, BHP was $35.55, which was down $2.97 or 7.1%. CBA was $85.35, which was down uh, $2.50. NIB was down um, $0.48 to $4.74, and Telstra was down 7% to $3.50, so... Uh, a lot wealthy this week, and uh, the fuel price in Newcastle. The unloaded fuel price was a dollar forty two point four, which was uh, up point eight percent. There's a surprise. Uh, Most rate. things are down. Uh, petrol up, and in Sydney it's a dollar forty nine point five, which was down two point two cents. The diesel price Newcastle dollar forty nine point two, and in Sydney a dollar forty four point six. So the petrol price was up, the gold price was up, and everything else was down.
0: Right, so if you had gold or petrol in your possession, you're okay. You're right. Everyone else, too bad. Too bad. On the phone at the moment, as he always is, Henry Jennings. Now, Henry, we always think of people in the deal in high finances, you know, wearing suits and, you know, expensive clothing. <laughs> and you tell me before we come on today, you're sitting in a pair of board shorts. That's dispelling the myth.
2: Well, I'm very lucky. I have uh, an office in, um, where it's just really me and, and my, my good buddy sitting beside me. So um, there's no protocols here.
1: Oh, well, that's a shame, Henry. That's a shame.
2: That's uh, a shame. If, if it was TV, I'd be wearing a suit. Only from the waist <laughs> up, though. Only from the waist <laughs> up. You know how TV works?
1: We, we don't want to think
2: about that. Nearly got caught out by that once on the ABC when uh, I was then had to sit in the studio on a, on a sofa... And uh, um, I wasn't quite prepared. So far, I was hopefully hiding behind the counter, but didn't work out that way.
1: Well, Well, and they saw your hairy legs, I suppose. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't have bodies on that day; I uh, had jeans on.
1: Oh, that's all right.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, wasn't too bad. Uh, that wasn't too bad. So, uh, so we've seen a bit of uh, travel <laughs> stocks, a bit of travel stocks falling in the last couple of days.
2: Because we've of seen the, a bit of everything falling, in of everything. Stephen, in the last few days. It's it's been a pretty nasty time for the market since really since Monday, um, and we sort of woke up with a, with a sore head on Monday, caused by the Dow falling two thousand odd points this week. So our index has, has come from record highs around 7160, and we're currently 6667. So that's a pretty big fall. We're now 500 odd points off um, our highs. So travel stocks, especially clearly uh, one of the targets for um, short sellers and people panicking and and investors getting out. Um, We've seen uh, Flight Centre results out today um, and then uh, the company downgrading as well. They're down another Uh, 1.4%. So only uh, last week they were trading around $39.50 and here we are at $34.50. So you can see, uh, see really what's happened with uh, something like um, corporate travel. Um, they back in the middle of January they were 22 bucks. Here we are at 1470. So um, there's been some big, big falls in these travel stocks. And of course, as this coronavirus um, outbreak rumbles around the world, it's kind of to be expected that um, anything to do with travel will come under some pressure. Um, so, um, yeah, unfortunately. Yes,
1: and then InvoCare, which is the yeah. opposite end of the market's profit rose to
2: percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it just shows you, doesn't it, death and taxes, um, good news. InvoCare, certainly, um, if you're looking for a uh, defensive stock, um, if you like, in this, in this sea of troubles, um, it um, certainly proved it with its results, which were um, better than ma- the market was going for, and uh, it does seem as if their strategy... Uh, is paying off, and of course, um, a little bit of uh, scare and a little bit of um, virus outbreak doesn't uh, doesn't hurt someone that uh, is in the death industry. So mm. yes, it's mm. good news for them. Interestingly, Propel Fu- Funerals, which uh, is uh, I think is the second yep. uh, largest uh, funeral provider, they came out with their results today. Not quite such a stunning reaction to those. Um, pretty much unchanged on the day, but. Um, Certainly, um, they saw, you know, revenue up 21%, um, EBITDA up 42%, N-PAT up 22%. So it's, it's, it's a good business to be in just at the moment, Stephen. Mm.
1: Yeah. I can think of... More well, appealing ones, but anyhow. yeah, um, me too. Uh, and, and Nine's results came out again? They, they were a bit of a shocker, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I
2: they were. They, I guess they weren't as bad as um, we saw with Seven. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, we don't really get to see um, Channel 10's results, but luckily they've got uh, the new reality show with Rebel Wilson in to save the day, I think. Is that is a that Seven show with um, with the... Oh, um, anyway, Nine, nine Entertainment. Uh, I guess for Nine, they've got a few more sp- Um, I wouldn't imagine the bounce will last too long but um, we shall see
0: maybe it's just as easy uh, to just actually put some decent stuff on the TV instead of dishing up reality that nobody is watching, who knows And not <laughs> well, that,
2: that would be nice but I, I noticed <laughs> that Channel 7 are actually talking about cutting uh, their local production uh, yeah. numbers in terms of kids TV and, and the stuff that they put on uh, live Australian dra- uh, quality Australian drama will be cut with the exception of Home and Away of course <laughs> Which apparently is profitable, because um, they sell it all over the world. Um, but everything else appears to be unprofitable, and uh, tough times require tough measures. Unfortunately, the government does actually mandate them to uh, produce a certain amount of local content. Um, so just saying, you know, just, just thumbing your nose at the government and saying, you know what, it's too expensive for not doing it. I'm not sure that's, that's really the answer. Mm. But anyway, we'll see.
1: Yeah, they used to produce a lot of local content up here, but there's only the news left, I think, now. Yeah?
2: Exactly. Well, yeah, that's the way yeah. of things, isn't it? We all watch um, streaming services and catch up, and there's more and more of them coming, with uh, Disney and Apple entering the stage, and Stan and Foxtel, I mean, that's struggling as well, mm. so, mm. yeah, interesting
1: and, time. And Rio's profit fell, but they've increased the dividend. Um,
2: Rio actually produced a, a, a bumper result, I have to say. It was a, a more valuable than it ever used to be so um it wasn't a bad result it was a it was a little bit below estimates the stock is off a smidge today the result came out yesterday um, but it wasn't a bad result they probably weren't as generous to shareholders
0: Do Henry, you have Woolies on your mind at the moment.
2: <laughs> well, um, I guess um, they were another company. We've had, of course, February is our big time for reporting. Uh, Woolies numbers were uh, okay, nothing uh, nothing spectacular. They did have a little bit of an increase in that uh, thing that seems to have plagued an awful lot of corporate Australia, uh, especially in supermarket land, is underpayments of uh, staff going back some years. I think they're now, it's blown out to around 350, Million. So that's, that's taken some of the gloss off. A lot of people have been piling into Woolies because of this um, demerger of the Ende- Endeavour Group, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Dan Murphy's kind of experience, etc., that liquor business. Um, but certainly well and truly off the highs. Uh, this week, under a little bit of pressure, um, maybe not so defensive um, as some people thought, and of course that uh, that liability there with um, with the uh, employees' uh, remuneration um, make good is um, was a little bit of a shock, so um, not too many reasons to rush just at the moment in the woolies and they had had amazing run this year you know they 've brought from twenty nine bucks to uh, over forty three and for a stock that isn't really a growth stock, um, you know, it's not in the sort of the afterpay or the, the wise tech category, um, that's not exactly the cheapest stock in the world um, as a supermarket goes, so a little bit of profit
1: taking at the moment after that result, which wasn't too bad. And uh, across to the building industry, Adelaide Brighton, which is a cement maker, has profit for the 7.2 million, is yeah, the had building had had industry. It.
2: Yeah, it's, this is a bit of a strange one, isn't it? Everyone kind of has uh, assumed that we've got this housing boom going on, and as a result, we've got a you know boom in uh, in in companies that are involved in the housing industry. But it certainly doesn't seem to be the case. And uh, the uh, the company reported uh, increased competition, challenging market conditions in the construction materials market. Um, so impacted by lower volumes, rising raw materials none of it was good Um, and certainly the shares are are, are bouncing around towards their lows. They've had a bit of a a bounce today but um, there's not particularly any great news out there for As far as uh, current circumstances go, not not really a happening thing.
1: And just to finish off, we might talk about reliance worldwide.
2: Another not happening not thing. Happening thing? Yeah, that was. No, the stock they, a while ago. Yeah, oh, this this one uh, has been plumbing the depths. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the uh, there was a, a, a quite a, a high profile wealthy family, the Munts family, that got out of this one. They were the founders of this company. They got out, and you can kind of see why they got out. The stock fell from four dollars seventy three dollars forty after the results and it, it was not a good result. these guys are um, they had tr- they had their troubles came in battalions I have to say as as mr. Shakespeare would say um, it just seemed to be horrible on lots of fronts. Um, America uh, is proving more problematical than they worry is that, that that uk acquisition turns into a bit of a lemon and they continue to have problems in the u.s so the months family did very well to get out when they did and um and exit stage left pursued by the bear
0: as always thank you very much henry jennings from Pleasure, a market today Thanks, henry. A, a thing that used to be known as hex and it's now changed its name to help
1: yeah, it used to be HEX, Now it's HELP, and and I had to actually go and look up what HELP stood for, or oh, I go and ask someone. It means the higher ed- Oh, it used to be the Higher Education Contribution Scheme, but now it's a Higher Education Loan Program.
0: Okay, so it probably cost a, a zillion dollars. Oh, it <laughs> a
1: cut me company to change the, right. the names. Could you imagine logo. every time a government
0: has to change something, it's What's not fortune? It's not just a simple process. So your tax dollars hard at work, they're a uh, taxpayer of the country. Now, it, essentially, this is a... Well, hex used to be a thing where you go through union, it costs your fortune, the, the government will pay for it, and you pay them back. Now is this? How does it work? Has there been some changes? Uh,
1: yeah, there's been some changes, in, uh, but uh, but it's in principle it's the same thing. So if you're you 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 you're, if you're an Australian citizen, or you hold a or you're a New Zealand citizen and you hold a special category of visa, or you're a permanent permanent resident, um, you can basically get a higher education loan program to assist with your with your tertiary studies. So it's basically. Um, a loan from the government to pay for your um, bachelor's degree. Now, there there is talk um, that the New South Wales State Premier came out this week that they're going to extend um, a similar program, a state-based, to uh, the TAFE as well. So at the moment, the TAFE's not subject to any of this, but mm. but the state obviously wants some more money, so they're going to charge the state students for um, the qualifications, the diplomas and stuff, or they're proposing to the TAFE issues. Uh,
0: reading between the lines there, I see.
1: Yeah well, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what else could they be... Yeah. What else would they have a program like this for? So anyhow, so, so you go and get your degree. Um, so basically what happens is um, when you start your degree, um, there's a certain point where they kind of take a role which has got some technical date called the census date and if you're enrolled in the degree at that day or that that particular subject in the degree um you incur a hex debt now Usually, um, that's a couple of weeks after the start of the semester. So it's important to take notice of this because if you want to, um, if you if, if you enrol in a degree and you start your subject in that degree, and you don't like it or you want to withdraw for whatever reason, um, you need to make sure you do it before the cut-off date. Because if you don't, one day later you incur the the um, the fee for the whole um, in Newcastle semesters and other state and other. St- Uh, other other institutions have still got term-based. So, you know, one day late, you incur the fee. So it's important if you get in there and you think, oh, I don't like this, I might stop, um... Be aware of the cutoff dates and make sure you get in before the cutoff dates.
0: That is really something that you need to to have because, yeah, like yeah. you said, if you decide you don't like it and you're leaving, you don't want to bill for something you're never ever going to see the back end of.
1: Yeah, you're never going to fish the degree or you 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 know for whatever reason. Um, so so um, the amount of hex um that you're oh, sorry, the amount of help. Help. It's it's
0: hard to get used to a change, isn't yes. it? The
1: amount of help loan that you incur or the
0: debt. I feel you like I occur. should put my hand up when you say oh, help. Help. Help, <laughs> you, help.
1: Well, I think it's it's trying to make that that you think that the government's there to help you by by lending you this money.
0: A couple of focus groups said it sounded more fr- friendly, probably, probably. Uh,
1: probably. Uh, uh, well, anyhow, um, whatever. Um, so the amount, the amount. That um, you incur is, mm. is basically based on the subjects, and and each particular subject has a uh, a certain a certain um, rate. So, um, high cost degrees such as um, medicine or um, those type of um, degrees which mm. are expensive to teach um, will cost uh, um, the HECS debt or help debt will be a lot more than. <laughs> Than uh, say um, an arts degree, which is relatively cheap mm-hmm. to teach in, and yeah, so so it all depends on the the type of degree, um, how expensive it is for the university to uh, deliver mm-hmm. the degree, um, and or the qualification, and uh, that comes back to how much money you're going to incur in, in paying for this.
0: Stephen, it's back to university today, talking what was HEX, it's now HELP.
1: Yeah, so so how do you pay this money back, I think? We've worked out how we incur all this debt. Yeah. So, so how do you pay it back is based on your income. Now, you need to be careful here because we go back to the example that, that you're going to incur this debt. You've still got to pay the bit, the, the debt back even if you don't use your
0: degree, Right. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You've you've, you've gone and you've used the service, so you've got to pay that's for it. That's
1: So if you've enrolled and you've too, left it too late to pull out, you still incur this uh, help debt which you have to pay back. So it's basically based on your income that you earn. And um, so, for example, if your income is below $45,881, um, these are the current thresholds. You don't have to pay any back. Um, if you've got an income of $52,974, you pay 2% of your income Gets taken out of your your salary just like pays you go withholding and is paid to the Australian taxation office. And if, for example, you're lucky to get a, a salary of one hundred thousand five hundred and sixty, it's seven and a half percent. So, so the more you earn, the larger proportion of your your, your um, income is paid back to the the uh, help debt.
0: He got it right. <laughs> uh, took it. him a while, but took him to the
1: end a, of the program. Uh, uh, he got yeah. it right.
0: Now. Yeah. You mentioned that we're going to come back and talk about this. There has been not that many changes apart from the flashy name but there is one in Big change in terms of uh, uh, how quick you pay it off. Yeah,
1: so, so uh, I mean, without getting out of all the minor details of between help and hex, the major change is that when you used to pay back your hex debt earlier, you got a discount, and some of these discounts were quite substantial. Um, under the under the help program, whilst you can pay it back early, there's no there's no discount on the amount you pay.
0: <laughs> so there's the change. So
1: there's the change. Now, so
0: that seems a bit
1: silly. Well, it is even a bit silly when you think mm. when you when you work out. Um, so you you would have thought it was a bit silly because um, the government doesn't charge interest on, and I think they used to charge some interest factor on hex, but the government no longer claims to charge interest on um, the help debt. So what it does, it puts the balance up by the CPI each year, so it's the debt's maintained at the real value. So last year it was one point eight percent. So 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 really, there's there's really no incentive to pay this money back early. To be honest unless you can go out and, and generally invest and get more than
0: 1.8%. Yeah, even in, in the market at the moment where there's, there's, yeah, it's, it's not what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but
1: over the longer term. So one thing, though, you do need to watch about this is that um, this help debt, if you go to buy a home loan, if you go to borrow a loan... Um, the commitment to pay the help debt will it be included um, under the bank's loan assessment process?
0: Just like any other commitment. Just like you have. other,
1: yeah, the same as a commitment on your credit card yeah. or your car loan, the help debt um, minimum payments recorded in that.
0: Although, if it's only generally speaking around a couple of percent, you would, uh, unless you're flying pretty close yeah, to yeah, the well. bone, you'd be fine, you would think. Lots
1: of people are flying close to the bone. That's the value so true. The, with the house prices, and yeah, so a lot of people. Have, find
0: that. So, so generally speaking and again like I said you haven't looked through every single page and combed over every uh, amendment on this but apart from the big flashy name that probably cost a fortune to change it would have cost a fortune. Hex has now helped, but if you pay it off early there is no bonus but there used to be. That's right. So has this changed for now for only everyone starting now or does this
1: Oh well this has been in for a while. Okay, It's been in for a while. Yeah, yeah. So Hex changed a while ago. Yeah. Um, but we used to quite often have clients and you know, I want to pay off some of the money for the children, and and get the discount for the kids. You don't want to leave these kids, or mm. even the children themselves. That you know, had started working, they'd want to pay it off early to get the discount. So that that doesn't occur, that doesn't appear to occur anymore. So you're right. There's no incentive to pay it back early, which there used to be.
0: I guess the only incentive being a bit of forward planning. That the sooner you pay it off, a couple of years down the road, at the other end, you won't still have it. But Again, there's no financial discount. That yeah, you're there. probably
1: better off putting in a high-interest savings account and, yeah. and, and and save up the deposit of your house.
0: Some other thoughts there. Which, As always, you should make sure you get the right financial advice and uh, a little bit of a look at what has now helped formerly HEX. Stephen, uh, uh, great program. As always, thank you very much. And, Thanks, and Mark. And will be back uh, next week for a little bit more Thursday Finance. Right. All right. right. Next week, right here at uh, 2NURFM 103.7. Just a reminder that after our one o'clock local news, uh, Julian Campbell, along with Business, The Law and You, uh, a great program there. And, of course, Sarah will take you through with some more of your easy listening favourites up till four o'clock this afternoon. Isabel Everett and the Hunter Newsroom, uh, update on the way for us shortly. Williamtown residents are incredibly relieved, as well they should, uh, that there won't be a long, drawn-out court battle over the PFAS contamination class action, and an IT glitch is said to be behind the University of Newcastle sending out an email to thousands of students warning them they may be at risk of failing their degrees. How interesting that we are talking about university stuff a minute ago with Stephen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance,
2: business and travel.